You ready to play? To discover, grow, learn, apply, manifest, and activate your positive superpowers? Your mind, body, and spirit has been waiting to play. Welcome to the Positive Playground Podcast, the place with all the answers to the life test. The bell has rung. It's playtime with your teacher and host, Tony Lucero. Hey, 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 we are back and another episode. Have you been playing in your playground? Have you been out being a good little boy, good little girl? I know I have. And I also know that, um, you know, sometimes you make mistakes. Sometimes you don't always do the right thing. But, you know, on this podcast, we're going to talk about positivity. We're going to talk about our playground and truly living a life of positiveness and abundance and joy and peace and all these wonderful, wonderful things that yes, 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 you deserve. Okay? You deserve. Interesting topic today. This one's going to be a crazy, crazy lesson. I've learned, and I actually did an interview a couple weeks back, and this is the topic that came up. I don't know why it just came up, but it was such a profound metaphor uh, when I was a kid, and how I took this situation when I was a kid, and now I teach people how to do this. So we're going to talk about doing chores. (laughs) We're going to talk about how uh, chores I did as a kid. You know, at the time we're doing chores, and usually we're doing chores because we're not good, right? So uh, for those that don't know, my stepfather was raised in a really weird environment, you know, from the time I was 5 to 11. So for those people that, um, you know, had a wonderful childhood, congratulations. But from 5 to 11, I had a really dysfunctional life. My mom was married a few times during that period. Um, And... um, what else? A lot of moving, a lot of transition. Uh, this, my stepfather, so I was born underneath the name Lucero, and then at a very young age, um, my mom got divorced, and we moved in with uh, this gentleman from the age 5 to 11. Wasn't the best. I uh, wasn't the father that, you know, would sit me on his lap and tell me about your day and how much he loved me and how proud he was of me and encouragement, things like that, right? So uh, it was quite the opposite. And in that opposite um, state uh, that he portrayed, <laughs> um, it was just really awkward. It was just really awkward to, I don't know, have a normal life as a kid. You know, I was always told what to do. There, we were strict on the amount of food that we could eat. You know, sweets were not in the house. We had certain times that we ate, sat down as a family. Everything was scripted out. We would go camping. Everything was by the book, you know. And one of the things that always was part of our life was this idea of doing chores. And we lived out in the country in California and you know, we had big, big, big acreage. There was plenty of these things called weeds. <laughs> so I don't know where you grew up at, but where I grew up, there was a lot of weeds. And my punishment as a kid was weeds. Our family activity seemed to be pulling weeds all the time. You know, it rained a lot where we were at. And so constantly found myself outside, in the grass, in the flower beds, pulling weeds. And usually it was done because I did something wrong. I didn't make my bed the right way. I, um, you know, might have mouthed off or something or who knows. Maybe maybe it was for no reason, but my punishment and the activity that was um, my discipline was going out and pulling weeds. And I hated pulling weeds as a kid. I 
every time, you know, I got in trouble, I knew what was next. You know, it was a, it was a verbal lashing of something. And then the next thing was chores, go do something. So it was mow the lawn. It was pick up leaves. It was to take care of the pony that we had. We had a, we had a pony. It was, it was something. It was never, it was never anything that I enjoyed doing. I can tell you that. And for me, the worst thing was the pulling of the weeds. Um, I don't even know if we had gloves back in that day, you know, because gloves weren't manly enough, you know, for a five or six-year-old kid. So, you know, we'd go out there, pull weeds, sometimes in the rain, sometimes in the cold. Didn't matter. Pulling weeds was kind of like um, his go-to choice. And, you know, as I'm pulling weeds, every time I was pulling weeds, I was just so frustrated. I was just so mad. I was just so, like, pissed off at this idea of, you know, pulling weeds and being punished. And, you know, I would see my friends playing or they would come over. Hey, man, can you come over and play? And like, meh, I got to pull these stupid weeds. What happened? You messed up again? Yeah, I did. You know, I had to tell the story what happened. Or I said, I don't want to talk about it. And so growing up many, many years, you know, I just remember pulling weeds. I remember getting down. I remember having a, a sore back when I got up. I remember my hands all cut up from, you know, pulling the weed or, you know, slicing my finger or something like that. I had calluses as a kid just always pulling weeds. And the crazy thing about that, in that exercise, let's call it an exercise. The crazy thing about that exercise, much, much later in life, you know, here I am, you know, 30, 40 years later in life, and that metaphor of pulling these weeds is very, uh, takes on different meaning right now for me. Like I know now, since I've lived on acreages, I know now when I pull weeds, something comes up. I know now when I pull weeds, it looks beautiful. Like that area looks more beautiful, right? You can see the ground, you know, you can, you know, it's just, it's just much more pleasant to look at when you get rid of these weeds that just are never ending, right? And some of the weeds were very difficult to pull. You know, some required like a little shovel. Some, you know, you would pull them and they would snap off and break. You know, then you have to still go down there and get the roots because if I didn't get the roots, I knew I'd get yelled at. So I had to go down to make sure I pulled the roots out. So this whole process of pulling these weeds as a kid, again, not a positive experience. And when we talk about positivity, but here I am later in life, and now I'm talking about positive things that you can do in your life and how my life now, as I've moved through my life for as long as I can remember, has always, always now been about removing something or pulling something. And let's just say that's something, you know, everything around me, we talk about environment, but let's say that something is my environment. So I'm removing something from my environment, preparing it for something better to grow, preparing it for something beautiful to pop through the surface, preparing it for space, you know, an openness. You know, many times when we pull weeds, we see how beautiful the dirt is. It's like, wow, look how beautiful that is, right? So pulling weeds, pulling weeds, pulling weeds. My life has been about going through and extracting things, removing things, pulling things, getting the roots out of things. You know, the roots could be even those memories and those tapes and that trauma and those voices, like even going down deep and pulling that out. We're going to talk about how to really extract these roots in later episodes uh, with my guests and, you know, other things that I've experienced in my life. But to fully, fully go down and extract all of these, these roots. And the happier I've been now in my life is really determined on the amount of roots I've pulled that no longer serve me. You know, those things that just keep growing in your life, whether it be, you know, the negativity or the, the unhappy thoughts or whatever that is in your life that does not feel good. 
right? Does not feel joyful, does not feel pleasant, does not feel positive, does not feel happy, does not feel peace, does not feel strength. Like the opposite of all that is we go through and we have to pull that from our garden, pull that from our environment. And we need to do that from a place of strength. We need to do that from a place of knowing. We need to do that from a place of understanding how important it is to pull out that root, pull out that thing, pull out that memory, figure out how to get rid of it, like extract it forever from your life. And there's all kinds of things you can do to do that. And then allow something beautiful to peek up through the surface. And again, a weed might come up to that same weed that you just pulled. It might come up a couple days later, might come a week later. You might look at that garden, look at your life and go, my gosh, I still have these weeds. And so the idea of pulling weeds now for me is such a, it's like a daily activity. Like I am constantly plucking things from my life. I'm constantly removing things and watering things, watering something new, right? I'm, I'm always cultivating, you know, if I look at my environment around me, I'm cultivating my, my garden. Let's just call my, everything around me is a garden. Everything around me is colorful. Everything around me has got life and is, is growing. So my lesson today to truly understand how it is to have a positive life and to have this playground that you're constantly playing in. And the moment you see this weed, the moment you see this thing or feel this thing, you extract it. And there are all different kinds of ways that you can do that. There's all different kinds of ways that you can extract that weed. You know, physically, you might have to get in there and have a conversation with that person. You know, if it's a person, you know, maybe for the last time, you're like, you know what, can I talk to you for a second? And you have that heartfelt conversation. And it's a powerful, powerful conversation. Maybe it's a physical thing you have to do like that, right? Or actually, you know, there might be something in your life that's just taking up space that there's no reason for it anymore. You know, maybe it's a loved one that you just don't maybe have the fondness of memories. I've talked about this before in in other podcasts. There's no reason to have it right there in your bedroom or have it where you can see. Maybe it's time to remove that thing, extract that thing from your life, you know, get rid of it, you know, put it in storage, something like that. You know, I, I don't know what that is for you, but if it's a physical thing, you need to decide, hey, do I need this in my life? Do I need this in my garden, my beautiful garden that I'm developing every day that I'm cultivating, I'm fertilizing, I'm taking care of, I'm honoring every day. Is this that I'm seeing right now making my garden more beautiful, making my garden positive, making this playground that I'm creating of life? Is it the playground that I want to play in? If it's not physically, go remove it. Have that conversation. Do something to have that removed. You know, if it's something mental that you're holding on to, what can you do from a mental perspective to create something to have that feeling of it being removed? You know, that people do, you know, therapy, people, you know, go to classes, people unplugged from life and they take a time out and they go on a vacation and they just unwind and let go. Those are many things you can do to start that process on your journey. I know for me, journaling has helped me a lot with removing those mental things in my life, plucking those mental things out of my brain, you know, just getting them out, looking them out on paper. And as I'm looking at them, I'm going, gosh, why am I hanging on to something from five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Some people that I work with, some people that I've coached, you know, they're holding on to stuff, you know, they're in their sixties and they've held on to it for generations, it seems. So the great thing that you can do to create this movement and create this clearing 
So you can start to see this beautiful garden is you got to get rid of it. And journaling is a great way to do it where you just kind of get your feelings out. You look at it, you sit with it, you honor them, and you make a decision. And that decision could be nothing more than I'm going to move on. The decision could be nothing more than it's time. It's time to get rid of these, <laughs> get rid of these thoughts, these feelings, this person, whatever. So you can create more space and more newness and something fresh in your garden. So as we move through life, as we move through the day, is constantly be present to what is in your life. What feeling are you feeling at that moment? What is happening physically around you that just doesn't need to be there? And you get to make a decision. Do I want to go there or do I want to go somewhere else? And if it's something that's been on your heart for a while or in your mind for a while and something, it might be the time to make peace with it. It might be time to have that conversation, especially if it's a person. I know a lot of people that I've worked with that when they finally had that conversation, they realize, oh my gosh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And then for me, look, as I go through life now and I'm pulling weeds out of my garden every day, I'm pulling weeds out of the things in my life that no longer serve me. For me, it's not that bad. Like it's not that bad anymore. Like I've developed that muscle just to remove things and always be plucking, plucking, plucking things out of my garden, moving things, moving things, moving things, getting rid of things. Because I know once I do that, I'm creating space and I'm creating this energy of self-worth. You know, we talked about honoring the temple in one of my previous podcasts, talking about honoring your temple. For me, like honoring myself and honoring the person that I am at the highest level is I have to do this. I have to make sure that every moment as I'm moving through the day, that I'm doing the best I possibly can with no pressure, but I just doing the best I can to honor myself. And that plucking and that removing of all those roots and all those weeds in my life, usually when that happens, when I pluck them, I kind of do it with a smile now because I know, I know what's next. I know what happens when I remove that person or move that thought or move that energy or move that uh, disempowering belief. Like I know what happens to me internally when I do that. And it's nothing but goodness. It actually makes me smile. And if I'm doing it with the right intention, if I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do for me so that I can move down the track, so I can continue on my journey, then all is well. And if I do have to have a conversation with someone, if I have to have this conversation with someone that is, you know, this, let's, let's say this weed in my life, and I'm doing it with the right intention, however that person responds, that's their interpretation. That's the stuff that they have to work through. You have to feel good that you did the right thing, that you honored yourself, and then you pulled that weed to prepare yourself for something more beautiful to happen. I can't stress this enough how important this is, is to be so aware, to, to be so present, and to know that you have the power to have, you know, this garden that is absolutely spectacular every day. And will a weed creep up? Absolutely. We have this beautiful space like, oh my gosh, I've been tending to my garden and it's been beautiful and my life is good. You're smiling, you're dancing, you're having a great time. You feel the shift happening around you. You feel life beginning to become lighter. You start to feel better. And all of a sudden you look in your garden, you look around, you all of a sudden, man, you didn't even notice that little thing peeking out of the ground right there. You didn't even notice that little voice that was creeping up on you. But now that when you notice it, you stop, just relax, take a breath for a second, and then you pluck it. You get rid of it. You move it. You, did, you come up with the best way to handle that situation. 
And we're doing it from a place of strength. We're doing it from a place of love. We're doing it from a place of knowing. We're doing it from a place of remembering how perfect we are. And we're doing it to honor ourselves at the highest and deepest level. And that, my friends, this is how you continue down the journey that you're on, to continue down this path that you're on, to continue to elevate your life that you deserve to have this life that you create every single day. This is how you bring peace and joy and knowing to it all. And then when you're on your deathbed and everybody's around you and you're smiling because you knew you did everything you possibly could. You knew that the steps that you took, you know, once you realize this part of the game, once you realize this part of life, like you knew that they were the right ones. And you spent your life removing things that didn't, fit, that didn't smell good, that didn't look good, that were just there taking up space. They had no purpose, and you replaced them with something more beautiful. Or you did nothing. You pulled that weed out, and maybe you allowed it just naturally, whatever, to come up through the surface, whatever was going to happen, just let it naturally happen without any forcing, without anything. Maybe you just created space. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people, you know, have like these big yards. I live here in Nebraska and they have these big, big yards and it, some have a lot of trees, some have stones and rocks and waterfalls and all these different things. And then you have this beautiful, beautiful yard that's got maybe a few trees, you know, a nice little flower bed and it's just all grass. And you're like, wow, look how open, how beautiful that is. It's just, it's just open and beautiful. And you get to decide as you move through life, how you want your garden, how you want your life to be. Do you want it to have, you know, the trees and the rocks you know, and all the, the beautiful things around it? Or do you want it to be more open, more spacious, more minimalist, you know, if that's what you want to do? You get to decide all that. And then as you move through that decision, there might come a time you go, you know, I don't want all that stuff. You know, there's a time when, you know, I had literally nothing. And then there was a time that as I started, you know, understanding, you know, business and my businesses started to scale. I got to see what having money and things, you know, a full garage that you could never, could not even get into because there's too many cars in there and toys, you know, and, and the house and, and the big electricity bill and the big water bill and, you know, nonstop activity. Like I, I know what that looks like. I know what it's like to live in a motorhome for about nine months. My wife and I and my son, we traveled all across the country in a beautiful motorhome. Like, I know what it's like to have, go from a big something to a smaller something. And I get to decide how I want that to be. And you get to decide how that is for you. And your dream right now, right now might to be, have this big lavish house or your dream might to be, you know what? I just want to I just want to have a roof over my head and happiness and money in the bank and health and wonderful friends. You get to decide that playground. You get to decide all of it. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to start plucking some weeds. I need you to look at the garden around you, look at your environment around you, look at your place around you and decide what no longer needs to be here and start removing it. What you do after that, you'll know. You'll know what you need to do, but for at this moment, all I want you to do, all I want you to do is just remove those things that no longer serve you, whether they're thoughts, whether they're physical things, whether they're ideas. You know, if the idea doesn't put a smile on your face and make you feel good, it's not a good idea. I'm just telling you, okay? So that's not how this works. I want you to have it all. So you get to be a tender of your garden. You get to make this garden beautiful. You get to decide. Go pluck those weeds with a smile on your face, create space, create an openness, 
create something new to come through the surface. And I know you're going to be much, much happier. All right, go do it. Don't wait. There's things right now as I'm talking to you that you know need to be removed. It's time to pull some weeds. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for playing. Feel free to share, comment, subscribe, and follow Tony for more positivity in your life.